Thank you for joining us here at Walking with Jesus today, our online Bible study for Christian believers to understand and get a greater awareness of what God actually has said in His Word and what He actually means. We pray that the Holy Spirit will empower us as a result to grow and have a more intimate, personal, engaging relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Last week, we studied the word involving who is Jesus really, the Son of God. And we were able to use the scriptures to show forth that Jesus is actually the Son of God through various means of various people and various beings uh, declaring that He is truly the Son of God. And what is the implication as a result of, of that fact? Him being God, what it then requires of us, it requires of us obedience. This week we continue by studying who is Jesus really, descended of Abraham and David. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, it is in your Son's name that we pray. And we ask of thee to empower us by that, only, that Holy Spirit that can only reveal those things that are spiritual, God. Those things that are related to you. Those things that are hidden from men and women who know not God. So, Lord, right now we ask that you will open our eyes, you will open our ears, you will open our minds and allow your imbuing spirit to cause us to understand what we yet do not understand clearly. And as a result, O oh Lord, that you convict us of what you have taught us and we change our ways, our, we change our thoughts, we change our engagement with you and, and with people here in earth. So now it's to your glory and honor that we allow you to use us to speak your word according to truth. It's in your son's name that we ask all of this humbly. Amen. Who is Jesus really? The descendant of Abraham and David. Why is that so important? Why is it important that it is established that Jesus was a descendant of Abraham as well as David. It's important because in the Hebrew nation and in the Israelite uh, community, in the Jewish community of the day, everyone understood historically that the promise that the Messiah would come, it would come through the seed of Abraham. It would come or he would come through the seed of David. For God established those things and, and it is part of what proves or provides evidence to prove and support the claim that Jesus is truly the Messiah, that he's truly the Son of God. And so today we're going to take a moment and discuss those things. Look at a very, very few number of verses that will shed light on that conversation, that will shed light on the fact that Jesus is truly the descendant of Moses, of Abraham and David. And our lesson scripture is Matthew 1, 1. So again, we want to look into the Bible as our source of truth and understanding. And let's begin with Genesis, the 12th chapter and the third verse. Genesis, the 12th chapter and the third verse. And then we will proceed to Genesis, the 22nd chapter and the 18th verse. It reads thusly. 
And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Verse 18 of 22. Through your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have heard and obeyed my voice. Here, God is having his conversation with Abraham. He's establishing the covenant and the promise that the seed that would bless the entire world, that would bring goodness to all the families of the earth, the blessing by which every single family in the earth would be blessed, would come through the seed of Abraham. That was the promise. And that is what's so embedded upon what we believe as Christians, especially those of us who are considered to be Gentiles and not of the actual birth line of, Jewish, of the Jewish nation. That is why you hear songs that are talking about, you know, and we receive the blessing of Abraham, you know, why we're the seed of Abraham. It is important because Abraham was given the promise of the blessing of the Messiah. It was through the seed of Abraham that the Holy Spirit would come and empower the nation to be a blessing to all of the earth. So here in Genesis, the 12th chapter and the third verse, as well as Genesis, the 22nd chapter and the 18th verse, God establishes the promise to Abraham that the seed that would bless the entire world, not just your people, not just the seed biologically of Abraham would be blessed but the entire world. It is the means by which we're grafted into the, 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 the family of God. We're grafted into the family of Abraham. We receive the rights and the benefits as a result of that promise that we see in Genesis. So again, here it establishes that with that testimony, with that promise that to Abraham the seed would come. The Messiah would come. Let's look now at Matthew, the first chapter and the first verse. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Matthew makes no, he makes no quiver. He, he, he doesn't waste any time getting to the point. The first verse in his letter, he declares the generation or the genealogy of Jesus Christ. But he states, even before he goes through, if you look at the entire chapter, and you read through all the genealogy that comes down to the birth of Jesus, he doesn't wait until he gets down to the uh, generation to talk about Jesus. He just starts out in the beginning, declaring. He declares that Jesus is the son of Abraham and David because of the Jewish nation's perspective and on that whole matter. He declared from the beginning, he is the son of God. He is the promised Messiah. He is because he is the descendant of Abraham. He's the descendant of David. Now, you say, well, there were many people, the Jewish people were all, they were all descendants. But then Jesus would do things later on that will again identify him as the son of God, as the promised Messiah. But we're going to stay focused on this right now. The importance of this understanding, the importance of Matthew declaring in the first verse of his letter, of his, uh, his letter to the, uh, to the people. Jesus 
is the son of Abraham and David. Let's look at Galatians, the third chapter in the 16th verse. It reads, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promise made. He said not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Here Paul shares with the Galatians the fact that Abraham's promised seed is Jesus. Here he established the fact that Jesus is that descendant, that promised seed that would come through Abraham and through David. Let's look at 2 Samuel, the 7th chapter and the 12th verse. The promise where it was made to David. God made the promise to David. Verse 12. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. Here David is, is, is in conversation with God, and the promise is being made with David, that after you die, I will ensure that your seed will establish and be established as king of the kingdom. But notice here that he says, and I will establish his kingdom. He spoke specifically about the promised Messiah, that through David, that the kingdom of the Messiah would be established. And yes, he did say that I would set up the seed after you. And there were other kings that came along, and God kept that promise. But he said his kingdom, that kingdom was the Messiah. Let's look at Psalms, the 89th chapter, the 3rd and 4th verses. Verse 3. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. Again, the promise is reiterated to David that I will keep my word to you. That the promised Messiah, the seed, will come through your seed. And the promise of the kingdom shall be given to him. Psalm 132, verse 11. The Lord swore to David a truth from which he will not turn back. One of your descendants I will set, up, I will set upon your throne. If your children will keep my covenant and my testimony, which I will teach them, their children also shall sit upon your throne forever. Again, he said, your one descendant I will establish and set upon the throne. That is Jesus. You say, Minister Alexander, how can you say so fervently and confidently that this is Jesus, the seed that was promised? Well, I believe the word of God. And without going into other scripture verses, Matthew just lays it out. I mean, he just comes openly and establishes that Matthew verse 1 of chapter 1, that Ab Abraham and David is the lineage through which Jesus came. And therefore, there should be no argument among the Jewish nation about whether or not Jesus would qualify or be among those who would be considered qualified to be the promised Messiah. We can continue and we'll find in the scriptures where Jesus continues to talk about that promise made to Abraham and how he's that promised and fulfilled seed. I want to ensure 
you. I want to make sure that you have the confidence in knowing that if anyone questions you about the deity of Christ, if anybody questions you about him being the promised Messiah that would come to the Jewish nation, I want you to establish that this one criteria, that he was of the seed and lineage of Abraham. The other criteria was that, was that he was of the seed and the lineage of David. So that by fact is established. They were great record keepers in the Jewish nation. This accurate genealogy that provided that is provided here by Matthew, if you read through the entire chapter, uh, you will see without question that Jesus was born of the lineage of David. And yes, you might say, well, it seems here in the scripture that Joseph was truly of the lineage of David and not Mary. So if Mary was the, if Joseph was not the seed that was provided to Mary, how then did Jesus qualify as a descendant of Abraham? Well, yes, we all know that Jesus was not born of an earthly father. He was not seated. But Joseph did accept him and bring him into his family as his own. And therefore, that qualified him to be of the lineage of David. So don't let anyone argue you down. And, and again, I'm not one who engages in argument concerning the scriptures. I just allow the scriptures to speak for themselves and I, for itself and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal truth to whom truth will be given. But I want to remind you that Jesus Christ, who is he really? He is the Son of God. He is of the lineage and the household of Abraham and David by which the promise and the covenant was given that the promised Messiah would come and that his kingdom would be established forever. So, the Bible's the scriptures declare him to be the promised descendant of Abraham and the seed of David. If we are to believe the scriptures to be true and that the word of God is truth, then I believe we can accept this as truth. And if we accept this as truth, then what is required of us? It is required of us to be obedient regarding what Jesus has said. He says, those who love me will keep my commandments. And therefore, it is our responsibility to study the commands and the words of Jesus, to find out what is it that he expects of us. What, is he, what does he, as the Son of God, what is it that he, the promised Messiah, expect of us and require of us? It's in his word. So let's continue to study. We will study more here on Walking with Jesus today. We will learn more about who is Jesus really. And we will look at next week, He is, I am. So, I ask that you would please be prayerful for the Spirit of God to lead you towards the conviction of understanding who Jesus is really. And understand that He is truly the descendant of Abraham and David with whom He desires to teach the truth, and reveal truth to the world. As God promised Abraham, I will bless the entire world through you and through your seed, the promised Messiah. Walkers with Jesus, remain blessed of God always as you walk with Jesus today. It is my prayer, Father God, that you will keep your people safe, safe in your words, safe in the faith, that Jesus is the promised Messiah. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.